That's right, it's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your Weekly Review yet, well, get on it. When this podcast is over, we'll just nudge you gently with uh, a little tough love, but gen- gentle tough love, whatever that is. Huh. Anyway, I'm Jean McDonald. I am here <laughs> with my good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. And James, how are you doing today? Have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. I'm doing well today. I have not done my weekly review. Okay. I was poised to do it and then... I got, I don't want to say sucked in, but it got very energized about actually doing some of the projects <laughs> on my list. So I ended up doing, getting some good stuff done, but not a review. Well, I have not done a whole review. I, I, I realized like, oh yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to have this new approach, which is like I just block out time before we record and do the review, you know, whenever it is that we record. And Mm because sometimes our our schedule lately hasn't been, um, you know, dialed in for a specific day every week. But I I got a little of it done. But um, it's been, it's been a weird week and a weird time for getting things done. And it's a weird podcast, this one, because as we were about to record, I realized I didn't have the charger for my MacBook Pro, which is what I use to record podcasts. And I, as fate would have it, I only had about 30% power left on it. Oh, no. And I was like, James, do you think we can do a podcast in 30% of my MacBook's power? And we said, okay, like, let's give it a try. But listeners, if it sounds like I maybe I'm talking a little faster, I will give you updates on the, the percentage as we go. But right now, I mean, just getting set up and getting our stuff running, um, I'm now at 26%. Um, and I feel like I have as many things like dialed down to not suck power as I can, but We'll we'll see what happens. So so yeah, this is like a race against the clock weekly review episode, uh, or race against the battery is more more uh, correct to say. Um, and I had one topic on my mind this week because this is is the week that includes October fifteenth, which is for people who didn't do their taxes in the U.S. like didn't file their tax return in April when it is the canonical date to get things done. You mm-hmm. can file for an extension, get six mo- more months to muck around with it. And then October 15th becomes your D-Day. And for the second year in a row, I have filed for an extension because A, life has been weird, and B, my accountant retired two years ago, and I haven't had the heart to find another accountant. So I have been doing my taxes myself with the help of some very competent software and yesterday was the day I filed them, but boy, I really didn't like, it was ugly how I got to that point. <laughs> and last year we talked about it more and I did get it done like, you know, with several days to go. Mm-hmm. This year we didn't talk about it too much. I sort of let it float under the radar for myself and for the podcast. And the next thing you know, it's deadline day. And um, I basically, you know, finished them 
luckily, I really started them back in April, March, April, and just couldn't get everything done by April 15th. And I said, oh, I'm going to punt for right now. That's right. That's what I said. There's there's audio evidence. I, <laughs> I have six whole months to get this yeah. done. Well, I said, what I said is I'm not going to take the six months. I just need a few, you know, like another week or two. I'm not going to wait till October to file them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, famous last words. So as you and all of our listeners know, things got a little hand, out of hand for me this summer and fall with uh, various uh, distractions. <laughs> and so, so I'm pleading those and... Um, but yeah, I wasn't very happy with myself. Uh, it was very procrastinating the way I went about it. My, I had family members in town. We went to the conference, you know, two weeks ago and I, so I didn't get any of those like weekends where you go, this is the weekend. I'm just going to finish this. Mm -hmm. And so I was doing it, you know, and uh, anyway, it's done. They were accepted, you know, and, uh, but one of the things I did is uh, I, that I wanted to share is that I used my Do app, uh, D-U-E, Do, to keep it at top of mind for me because I just noticed that for whatever reason, even though it was probably my biggest project that had a big deadline that really couldn't be missed, I was forgetting about it. It was like my brain was was doing a great job of keeping it out of my consciousness. So towards the end, I had to set up to remind me first, like every day, and then basically mm -hmm. ev every hour. <laughs> it's like, don't forget you have taxes to do. And when I finished the taxes and submitted them electronically, and the little reminder came up on due, I had this, my first inclination was like, oh, good, I can trash this reminder. But then I said to myself, wait, I know you don't want to do anything more on your taxes today uh, or think about next year, but let's bounce this reminder till tomorrow so that you remember to put it into OmniFocus with some actionable steps to getting organized so you could actually get it done by April next year. And that's what I did. So this is that's just excellent. That sound you hear is me patting myself on the back for not just going like, yay, I'm done. And now, I won't think about anything ever again that has to do with taxes. So, But no, how do I improve the process for next year? Which it, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, as, as, as dumb as I felt for, for being, doing it on the last day, which I have never done in my whole life. And I've only asked for an extension three times out of like four decades of, <laughs> filing taxes and two of the three times were the last year and this year i you know i still felt oh i'm okay about it so anyway i'm just making that one of my 2020 not a resolution but like you know ideally i get them done by april so we'll see mm -hmm. we'll see i uh i i mean i know people um one of my aunts just always filed for an extension. Mm -hmm. um, and some people just routinely, they always do. And honestly, I don't even think the IRS cares that much. Otherwise, they wouldn't give you the extension. Mm -hmm. um, as long, I mean, the key thing is that the money you owe them, needs, yeah. they need to have that by April 15th. <laughs> yeah. 
And they if they get to hold on your money a little longer if you get a refund, I they don't care. Yeah. Um but and also I mean you had like a, a pretty uh pretty traumatic experience yeah. um over the summer and and so the fact that you got your taxes done by the October fifteenth deadline is terrific. Yeah. So I would even pat yourself on the bat for this for this year's, because you know you you know it. <laughs> taxes is not always top of mind when somebody's no. going through, uh, you know, uh, uh, mobility issues and and health and what have you. So, yeah, um, yeah congratulations on <laughs> getting you. that done. Yeah, I actually did <clears throat> uh, Google what happens if I miss this deadline. You know, because I just wanted to know. I realized like what, and basically, as you say, if the, if they owe you money, pretty much nothing. And I thought there might be a penalty, right? No, if, if they owe uh, you no money, penalty? there's apparently no penalty. All right. I am not a tax advisor. I'm just somebody who Googled that question. So nobody take my word for it. But I suddenly had this really like crazy, you know, rebellious kid moment where I'm like, what if I just don't file on time, you know, and let myself feel that like, at like extreme, you know, breaking of a rule. You're a rebel. <laughs> but then as I was doing them, I realized, oh, I think I do owe them some money. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, also my, my uh, taxes have been quite varying in terms of like where money is coming from for me. And so when you figure out all the various mm-hmm. sources and stuff and some that are are subject to self-employment tax and some that aren't. And then like suddenly you go like, well, I made the same amount of money, but I owe more taxes basically. Uh, and I was like, okay, I can live with that. I don't even know if I owed more, but I had money taken out last year automatically because I had some, you know, actual employment money. So Whatever, but I was I was like so close to doing like the unthinkable. Just say ah, I don't care about your stinking deadline. So. That's right. Well, because they have your money, so, <laughs> so the longer they get to keep your money, the better off they are, yeah. and the worse off you are. So yeah. makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah. Even if you miss the deadline, it it. It's not super terrible. No. Um, for it, the most part. It, you know, if you go years and you right. owe the money, then it gets it gets worse and worse. But Yeah. I mean, that was one of my uh, realizations one year when I was doing the taxes myself was like, well, if you make a mistake on your taxes and, you know, they find it or you fix it, there's like, yes, there's like money maybe to be paid and penalties to be paid, but they don't throw you in jail for uh, not right. seeing finding one receipt, you know, they just all they want is you to give them more money. Exactly. Anyway, so James, I'm down to nineteen percent. Tell me about what's on your mind uh, this week. What have you? Anything uh, big that is being done or not done on your end? Well, you've had uh, you've had uh, doing your taxes is kind of a long running project this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so a thing that's been on the, I kind of got made progress on two long running projects this week, which is 
making progress is what kept me from doing the weekly review. Um, but it feels good to have those things under my belt now. Um, <clears throat> one of them, I, I write a little open source utility for X, for Apple developers called build setting extractor. Mm. Um, and it does exactly that. It extracts build settings from an Xcode project. Um, very nerdy, esoteric little tool. And I guess it's been around for four or five years now. And it's always been just a GitHub repository. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to use it, you would have to download the code, compile it yourself and run it and use it. And so it's been on my list for a while to actually like compile that version and get it code signed and notarized, like all the stuff you need to do to release an app outside of the app store on the Mac. Mm -hmm. um, so as a matter of fact, I was working on some of it while we were down at release notes. Um, and then this past weekend, I kind of finished that up and released it for the first time as a real app that people can download and use without having to compile it. And so it felt really good to get that one done because that had been on my list for at least a year. Wow. Like, I'm, I'm really curious, like, how did it gain traction enough in your system and in your own mind to like finally get on the road to being done? Um, I think part of it was that I was, I had to, well, I had already done an update of it um, about a month ago to make it ready for the new version of Xcode. Um, mm. And so it was kind of on my mind. And then while I was down at, uh, while I was on that, the trip, including the time in release notes, um, I was kind of thinking about unfinished kind of tech, techy stuff that I was working on that I had a chance to do since, um, I was on vacation. <laughs> um, but because a lot of it, like, at least for me, if you take it at a certain pace, mm -hmm. right? Um, when you have the time doing that extra bit of kind of reading and research and learning about new things, um, is very enjoyable. Right. Um, so I did have that. And so it got, while on the trip, it got me almost all the way there, um, to the point where I just needed to finish it up the weekend after I got back. So it was kind of because I had started on it, um, and it didn't make any sense to let it hang there without finishing it up. Yeah. Well, that's cool. And I, I think I, I totally get that, um, feeling that, you know, for me, a vacation doesn't mean like, ah, I just do no work or I don't pick up computers or I don't look at, you know, I mean, if there are things that I enjoy and obviously you built this thing as something you want it to share. So exactly. You know, that, uh, that sharing brings you nothing, uh, in terms of remuneration, I assume, except the satisfaction of helping your fellow developers. And so the joy of helping them is a fun thing to do on vacation, right? That's true. And, um, and also, yeah, it was 
on the vacation I found I struck I, I thought a fairly nice balance between kind of doing some nerdy stuff that I enjoy and then just putting that aside and enjoying other people's company and kind of the the location and the beach and what have you. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah, so by doing this it makes it a lot easier for anybody to download it and try it. Um so it removes a big step uh mm-hmm. That you have to do before giving it a try, um, so that felt good to to be able to do that. And plus, I had never released a Mac app outside of the Mac App Store before, so you have to code sign it and notarize it, and then figure out the disk it. So there's there's just a bunch of stuff. So now it feels good to know. All right, I know how to do that. I've done that before. Yeah. Um, and then the second thing that's been kind of this long running project is I've had this kind of Gordian knot of a project. Um, as a matter of fact, it's a set of projects that get mentioned in my other project called Projects Needing Focus, <laughs> which is like give focus to all of those website, domain name, etc. projects. Mm-hmm. So I just have <clears throat> all the stuff that has not had like a very clear next steps. Um, but then, uh, I started getting emails that, uh, like two of my domains at GoDaddy are up for renewal and then, and that's like an early November. And then my web hosting at GoDaddy is up mid November. And, um, so about a year ago, I started moving to consolidate all my domain names away from GoDaddy and at a at another domain register. Um, Namecheap is the one that I use. And so over the past year, a lot of my domains have moved mainly as they've come up for renewal or as Namecheap has had like some sales on transferring things. Um, but the, the two remaining ones, uh, one is the, the main domain for my business, tapasoftware.net. And, um, so I haven't really wanted to, I haven't had the time to like mess with that one because I really didn't want my DNS getting screwed up yeah. for my email <laughs> and everything. Yeah. So it's one that you kind of have to think through and make sure that it's, <clears throat> that you do it right. Um, so one of the two was a less, uh, important domain that I happen to have. So I moved that one over while I was, down in Cancun. Um, and then this weekend I moved the other one over. Um, and my mail is working fine. My website is still hit. And so one giant project that's been ongoing for over a year um, is done. Um, yeah. And then it turns out that the like I also don't really need a giant web hosting plan. Um <laughs> My top of software website is like three static pages. Um, <clears throat> so um, that is something that can be hosted very nicely and easily on GitHub using GitHub pages, which is included with your GitHub subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next step is to move those over um, and have GitHub host them. And then... I don't need to renew my GoDaddy web hosting in 
mid-November, and I will be kind of completely off a web host. And that'll be nice. Um, it'll be cheaper and just less complicated. Yeah. So kind of this thing that's been – like I see it every time I do my weekly review and I hadn't really gone through and figured out the exact next steps. I mean, for moving domains, I had a project with all the domains listed and I knew the next steps were, you know, start, you know, unlock everything and on the – on the one registrar, unlock everything and so that it's ready to get sent and then start the transfer and then get the code that you need and kind of this back and forth dance. So I knew the process for each. And so it was a matter of just kind of checking off each one as they happened. Um, but then, you know, months go by and you have two sitting there and the impetus on that one was, oh, I really don't want to have to pay you for this because I want to move it. So I'll yeah. move it before I have to. Um, but it's also kind of amazing how this Gordian knot of what am I going to do? It's sat there for, oh, I don't know. Let me see. I'm just going to take a look at mm -hmm. projects needing focus that was created. Oh, the one to revisit the domain name stuff was like created in August of 2018. So mm -hmm. about 14 months ago. And I haven't given any time to like, I, I haven't checked that off at all. And yet <laughs> as time has passed, it's still kind of burning a little bit in the back of your head. You know, I investigated GitHub pro pro pages, but didn't uh, actually make the move. Um, but kind of form it's taken a year to formulate a plan. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, in the background, it's, it hasn't been my main focus. Um, but now I feel like I have some good next steps and a big chunk of what I want to do is something I'll be able to do in the next couple of weeks. That's great. Um, I think, uh, you know, that focus question and, and making sure projects move along is is one of the the best uh byproducts of you know being good with your reviews you know hopefully weekly reviews but any regular review helps you realize something hasn't moved and when you step back and say why then you might figure out a way to get it moving yes and i I guess the other thing is that um, I certainly did not have great next steps um, yep. for most of the year, but just having it on the list that I reviewed every time I'd look through my projects um, kind of kept it kept it in mind enough, mm -hmm. and I, I'd have to look back and see if I actually I, – I, it's quite possible that I do have some – tasks that I checked off that say like investigate GitHub pages. Yeah. Um, but I just never took a next step for quite a long time. And <clears throat> I don't, I don't want to, I was thinking that, um, having something on your list for a while, I mean, a year is maybe the outside length of how long you might want it there, but, um, even if it's on your list for six months or eight months, 
because it's something you do need to get done. Um, the fact that you haven't moved on any of it yet isn't necessarily a bad thing because there's just, it just could very well be that there are other things taking priority, um, mm-hmm. that are more important at the moment. Like it was much more like you probably in that Italian hospital, <laughs> probably you shouldn't have been thinking, God, I really need to get my taxes done today. <laughs> right. That'd be the, that'd be st- Kind of dumb, right? To be like, <laughs> and like, like being very focused and, and upset that you like, because there was something that needed to happen right now. And the tax thing didn't need to happen for a while. Um, so as long as you got it done by the deadline, you're golden. Um, so <laughs> having something that, that goes on because there are other pressing issues or just issues like, in your opinion, this is not as important to me at the moment. Um, I think that's a perfectly fine thing. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think this is part of the process of learning how to to cope um, with having things at, out of your mind and in your trusted system, and not feeling bad because they've been in your trusted system. You know, they eventually get done or they don't get done for whatever reason. Um, I did have a thing with next actions that, you know, by giving myself, you know, a moment to say, why haven't I done that thing? So one of the mm-hmm. things, you know, I, uh, my other ongoing saga is getting my chimney repaired. And the chimney repair now, you know, requires doing research into a gas fireplace. And I had as a next step research gas p- fireplaces on the, on the web or whatever, just research gas fireplace um, companies, uh, just to start, you know, at one point you and I identified that as like, yeah, you want to know about those before you start trying to figure out what to do about it. Well, I finally realized like, I just had to make the step, Google gas fireplaces, Portland, Oregon. There you go. And then I did it. And even though like, I think what I thought when I first made the more vague next step is that, well, when I see that step, I'll know that I'm supposed to Google those terms. But I, and I, let's say I put, you know, search, not Google. I try, try not to overuse the word Google for searching, but, um, you know, back on track here. I just realized, like, if I give myself a job that when I see it, I don't have to think about it. I just do it. Right. It happens. And it happened. And I found out, thing I did not know, that, you know, our gas, natural gas company has a gas fireplace showroom in my neighborhood. Wow. So where where, where else would I start my, my search, you know? And so, and they had a good website. And I thought, wow. So I put that, you know, then the next step was visit that showroom, which I could put into my iPhone reminders with a a location-based reminder, you know. So, I mean, I could put it in the calendar, but also if I happen to be driving by there, you can just stop my it. phone will say, hey, don't forget about those. And I'll be like, right, I have 10 minutes. I can at least pop in and see what the deal is. So, yeah, I mean, even though it seems like it's splitting hairs at some point, by really like making a thing that's almost like a, um, it's almost like yes. instructions you could give to somebody else. 
And I think, yeah, he mentions that it should be like a action. I don't know what word he used, but it's like a physical action. That's what Mm -hmm. he said. And so like, yeah, typing into a search bar, that's definitely an act, like a physical action. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, I think the part of my brain is still holding on. It wants like executive control and it says like, oh, you know, I'm not going to spell that out. I'll know what that is when it's time to do it. Um, But spelling it out makes it a lot easier to do it. So uh, Absolutely. And (laughs) it also, well, I know I've mentioned this before, but maybe it bears repeating. It seems like the crux of getting things done is is separating the thinking from the doing. Yeah. Right? So you're planning and your weekly review and you're identifying next steps. You're doing all of the thinking in advance so that it can be as easy as type type these words into a text field when you get a <laughs> chance and hit return. <laughs> and then see what happens next. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, that... It sounds kind of dumb, right? In the sense like, oh, like, does it have to be that specific? You're giving yourself rudimentary instructions. Right. But on the other hand, even if you have, you're feeling very low energy, you can do that one. <laughs> yes. Yes, and say, yeah, you I, can. I did do that. And then you discover there's a, a gas showroom, a gas fireplace showroom in your neighborhood and even if you're low energy, just that discovery might make you a little more high energy. It did. You're like, oh, oh my gosh, let me click through. What is this thing? Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. I'm, sure. I'm so glad you're making some progress on I it's been so long. I I forgot about your chimney until you just brought it up because it's, it's okay. been quite a while. No, it should have been because, done uh, by now. <laughs> because I I don't have I don't have projects in my trusted system for things you need to do. <laughs> I have enough with what I have to do, so yeah. I, I haven't I haven't thought about it in a while. Well, but, um, all right. Well, James, we are at the seven percent mark, and I call that this is the end of the podcast because we definitely want to make it through through the uh, closing bit, uh, unless yes. you have something to add. In which case, I'll say. Okay, let me go drive over to my sister's house and get my charger. <laughs> no, no, that's good. And uh, I we we had thought about doing like a shorter version, but your battery has held out amazingly well. So yeah. kudos to the Apple hardware engineers. Yes, thank you, hardware engineers. And uh, thank you, listeners, for being here with us. Um, if you have a big project that you've managed to like get um, back on track and you have a little hack you want to share with us, you know, feel free. You can always find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm, on micro.blog and Twitter. We are at The Weekly Review, or you can email us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be really great if you could rate or review this podcast. Um, it's just a big help uh, for people to find us uh, when they're looking for a podcast like this, if other people have rated it. And it also makes us smile just to get ratings um, and to hear from you about uh, how you 
what you think of what we're doing here. So thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you got to do You'll think about them all in the weekly review The weekly review, yeah, the weekly review Sitting down, it's all coming Baby.